Happy Monday. We want to make things positive for you this morning. Good news. Jody's good thing. Right, Monday's a good day for it. You ready? Yes. I need some good news. All right. I came across this the other day and I loved it. There was a wedding that was supposed to happen this weekend in Indianapolis. Um, Sarah and Logan were going to be getting married. They spent two years planning this wedding. Two years. It was a $30,000 wedding, mm. which is apparently a norm. I don't know, Murph. We're not there yet. Uh, but, well, I'm sorry. Not, not a norm. I better brace myself if that's yeah. the new norm. You're going to find out. I'm sorry, it's not a norm, but thousands in the thousands is a yeah. norm sort I think of we're thing. Just, we'll start searching Pinterest right now to do all so, the do-it-yourself stuff. Sarah is 25 years old. She's a Purdue University pharmacy student, okay. and she and her fiance, Logan, two weeks ago, canceled their marriage, canceled their wedding, and decided... For undisclosed reasons, I know that's what you're thinking. Mm, did somebody get busted doing something, or maybe we, they we just, don't know who did it. We don't know who or mm. why, and that's okay. I think that's classy. Okay, I don't need to hear dirty laundry. You know, I'm sure uh, the family knows. Even, for people, I don't. The family knows for sure. Yeah. Anyway, guys, have you ever been to invited to a wedding that was canceled? Two weeks before? No. no. Neither. Mm, it I, happens, though. I, yeah, I've been to some that I question, but no, I've never been to one that's been canceled. Our, but this is Jody's good thing. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to it. My, our friend Robert and Jessica, our friends Robert and Jessica, yeah. he canceled a wedding. Oh, yeah, he, before he married Jessica. Well, he, he was married. He was engaged to somebody he, else. Uh, right. The world would have been different for I him. I know. So what happened to okay, this couple? Okay, okay, okay. It's not about what happened to them. It's about what she did. They it, they had a non-refundable Wedding, mm-hmm. okay, and reception. So for the reception, um, she invited people from four different area homeless shelters to come eat, drink, and just have an afternoon. Wow! They brought them in school buses. Um, she was there to greet them in her dress. In, not in her, <laughs> not in her dress. She was wearing like pants and a sleeveless shirt. A classy, classy move. They were so humbled and grateful. And by the way, there were more people than that could have come so i guess the directors of the shelters picked the the people who right. were most deserving who have been going through those you know rehab programs and it was just it's just a lovely story where, where was he at he wasn't there mm, well that answers the question <laughs> yeah, there sure does. to blame Jody's good thing. love that story so i'll let you into a little marital secret of jody and i mm, um, well, it's, this is it's just something that we kind of believe in. you know we're not we're not like big spenders and that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? It's it, it, on a budget like everybody else, but we but. Try, we choose to spend our money on experiences over things. Mm-hmm. I don't buy things. Right. We like experiences because to us, those that's where the memories come from. You know what I mean? I drive yeah. a really old car. <laughs> you know, I shop for my clothes sometimes at Target, but we do spend on experiences, hence the vacation. Yeah. So we finally made something happen this time, tacked it onto our vacation. Something you've done twice, Sam, is see Paul McCartney in concert. Oh, yeah. Our girls are major Beatle fans, too, which we it's, didn't it's force crazy. that on yeah, them. Right. We just, look, we played a lot of it when they were little, and they just started asking questions. So I was like, You're, sure, you want to get to know the Fab Four? Here you go. He's 75 years old now. He is a living legend. I, if we didn't do it now... Time's wasted. Yeah, and Sam has seen Paul McCartney twice. I never have. I'm like, I better do this now. Um, I almost expected him to sound lesser yeah or his voice to be a little weak because guess no. what everybody's voice is weaker yeah, as they two get older times i saw him it's like it was perfect it was right on exactly he was right on he was so personal too mm-hmm. he's funny 
He's personal, and um, he told a lot of little stories, which yeah, was our which favorite cool. part. Yeah, I like to tell you, the Beatles, apparently he was nervous when the Beatles went in and recorded Love Me Do, kind of their first big U.S. hit. Uh, John always sang Love Me Do live, and then he played the harmonica and Love Me Do. But George wanted it to, the harmonica to come in on the first beat. <laughs> and he says, uh, Paul, he said, would you mind singing the Love Me Do line? <laughs> I'm very nervous, you know. I mean, when I, I listen to the record these days, I can still hear him, Love Me Do. <laughs> but not tonight. Funny, can you really ever picture Paul McCartney being nervous about right. anything? No, no. Not. it um, was so. It was like seeing royalty. Is yeah. how we felt, and nobody wanted him to leave. And when he did come back and do the encore, he played for another thirty minutes. Yeah, and every song's oh, a hit. It's crazy. Yes. Three hours of just unbelievable, and of course, everybody's singing along to "Hey Jude." Nobody was sitting either. Yeah. Not one person. Yeah. So it I was feel, awesome. I feel like we fulfilled at least a bucket list yeah. item, you know? Big one. And Sam, I think my tech geekness helped us out on vacation with <clears> Jody, <throat> yes. and I, Jody and I were in the mountains in the Great Smokies. Like GPS stuff? No, yeah. this one actually was the dash cam, and I wasn't mm. expecting this because our wish the whole time we were in the, in the National Park is we want to see a bear. bear right? Yeah. And you know it's interesting. We had some we had some people tell us too when we went through Gatlinburg, and it's it's sad to see some of the mountains scarred there from the fires yeah. last year. Very sad. Um, but they say that you know you actually have a better chance of seeing bears coming down through those trails because it's all open. Right. Didn't see any there. I mean, saying we spent an entire day. We went up to Klingman's Dome, literally the top of the mountain. <laughs> we hiked yeah, this and, time and and came down and didn't see a bear until almost at dark. There we go, coming around the corner. We're like in the car talking, like it's over. We're thinking about what's for dinner. The girls are asking for snacks. We're talking about family. We're just chatting, which is all recorded too, which is funny. You can go back and listen to our whole car time. It's funny. Yeah. Um, and here, there he is on the right, just up from the brush on the side of the road. He's got a tag, like a co- he's collared, right? Which they do tag some of them, the ones they can, the rangers. And, of course, there's a pull-off right there, and a bunch of other people are pulling off. And I thought it was so cute. You can check out the video. Murphy's the first one to go, is that a bear? Yeah. <laughs> you were so cute. And I was fast. like, we're all flipping out. Well, you know, and with mountain driving, you definitely, you don't ever want to hold your phone while you're driving, right? right? But um, uh, but at least there was no time to whip out a phone. Jody couldn't shoot a video, nothing like right. that. So if I hadn't had the dash cam, we wouldn't have video of this bear, which yeah. then disappeared. And it's tough to see, you know, I... We, you have to believe us when we say it's a bear. <laughs> it does sure. look like it's not a like guy it. in a bear outfit. And look, right. as soon as he crept back into the mountains, into the brush, the heavy area, I could still see him because I kept my eye on him. So I shot a bunch of pictures. When I went, I, I went back in into our room and zoomed in. You can't. I no, can't. you can't see anything on that. He's yeah, gone. Yeah. He was wow. gone. Awesome bear sighting. It was. Yeah. It was, it was real. I mean, it's on camera. And at least I had the dash cam. You know, yeah. and, and the thing is the dash cam also caught some other really beautiful mountain views as we were driving it's really <laughs> yeah and some uh-oh moments too <laughs> <laughs> I apparently missed a whole lot of blender fun at the house. It's it really is kind of cute. One of Taylor's best friends comes over, you know, our oldest daughter, fifteen, and so they have been making these sweet concoctions in the blender. One of them was a coffee mixed with um, mint chocolate mint chip, chocolate ice, chip cream. ice cream. 
I even tried that. Actually, it was great. Mm-hmm. They made those really pretty because they had whipped cream that day. But yesterday, I walked into the kitchen and they the blender was going, and I knew it would be with them home together. Her best friend over. <laughs> And, um, I missed that. I they threw some drum Nestle drumsticks, the ice cream mm-hmm. cone bar things. They threw two of those in the blender, a splash of milk, some iced coffee, and syrup to top it off. Chocolate syrup? <laughs> Chocolate. So, nothing locale about this. No. Teenager drink. <laughs> I got, like, when I say a tiny taste, I think maybe a teaspoon they let me have the rest mm. of it. Theirs. And Murphy was, didn't get yeah, it. I, I missed the whole thing. Well, they good. don't make it for us when they make. Was it good? Yeah. It was delicious. Mm. A sugar rush for sure. Yeah, you know, whenever Taylor started doing these things, it was really funny. She reminded me that she is old enough and understands the dangers of how to, you know, well, the dangers of the blender and the proper way to use it. Mm-hmm. Right. And she got tired of me saying, Daddy, I know it's not a toy. <laughs> Apparently, there yeah, was some, some point I was saying, toy, guys, yeah. look, if you're going to use the blender, just remember, it's not a toy. It has very sharp blades. The thing I was supposed to, but... <laughs> I guess somewhere along the line, I had said that so many times yes. to them. Yeah. It's like, Daddy, we understand. That you have other catchphrases that you don't realize. And I guess we all do that as parents. You've yeah. also told them a million times, this is not a time to be clowning. And uh, so they know that, <laughs> Dad, I'm not clowning. <laughs> see, I'd have to say that about the blender, too, especially with the boys. Yeah. I could just see Jackson putting something that wasn't food in there to see what it would do to oh, it. Oh, no. Oh, uh, I don't mean animals. I mean something, you know. God, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a, Some, a matchbox car or you know, are you serious? a Nerf ball or something. Yeah, he knows his kid, yeah. right? Have yeah. you ever talked to him about the blender? No, nobody. Well, I, they don't even, they don't know about the blender. Well, they will one day. Okay, well, yeah, then I mean, that day so, I'll, yeah. I'll tell them to it's stop clowning. to teach them the responsible use of the blender. <laughs> and not from the college days that this we had. This is how you, know you make a daiquiri. No, yeah. no. The word is, it's not a toy. Yeah, that's right. And apparently, uh, Jody disapproves of my one-handed, left-handed driving mm-hmm. through the mountains. He didn't realize this until we get back. You mm-hmm. know, Dale Junior here. <laughs> in, case, <laughs> in case you missed that, uh, check out the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast. That way, you can hear anything that you might have missed on your schedule. Yeah, um, we also checked off something off, off off of our bucket list, and that's to see Paul McCartney in concert. We did that over Never the holiday. It was probably the best show I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was literally, but it's funny. You know, Sam has seen Paul McCartney twice. I don't know why I waited this long to see him, but it was great. Apparently, the "Live and Let Die" pyrotechnics thing has been done for a very long time. Yeah, well, it, it scared was, me. It was the same thing that he did when I saw him. What was probably at least well, a decade ago. He scared everybody around us. It yeah. was bad. But it was oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. The hardest part for me was trying to figure out when to sneak out to get the girls some t-shirts and i say sneak out i wanted to leave the floor leave our seats and go to get some merch not before and not after so i would have to stand in line for an hour yeah and you gotta wait for the crummy song however with mccartney there was no crummy song so i did ditch out of there at a new song that i didn't know as well yeah anyway so i'm standing in line first of all it's not a line it's just a crowd of people yeah yeah up to the big merch thing so i get there and i'm sort of on the outside but i'm in line you see where the problem's coming here sam and Mm -hmm. i wait in line behind people who are also being waited on in front of me okay so i'm in line kind of and the girl the lady who's working it asked me what i want i mean she comes she's about to come to me and this dude behind me waits till that very moment to say not to me he passively aggressively goes it's not just the young people who are doing this apparently it's anybody meaning i guess doing a what? bunch of kids were jumping in on the side to get t-shirts oh. or something like that and i'm obviously not a kid and i couldn't believe he said that because i knew what he meant yeah now you know if i'd have been there i probably would have said something however 
I, I said am, something. But, but, you're, but you were kind of on the side. And the reason I know this is when I went to get my shirt after the concert, Jody again was on the side, and I got in line behind everybody else in the middle. And she's like, come over here, come over here. I'm like, no, but that's wait. on the side. He, I turned around to him, and he says, I've been waiting in this line for 20 minutes. And I said, I've been waiting for 15 minutes, and it's my turn because she just came to me. The girl who's selling the shirts came to me and said, what would you like? Mm-hmm. So you know what he what I did? I said, please go ahead i let him go in front of me and i said please and he was stunned he He went i said please hurry since we're all standing here for such a long time i mean i I do understand what he meant but and then later when i did buy my shirt after him she apologized to me she's like i'm sorry that happened to you if i came to you you're obviously in line yeah uh it's just chaos at the merch tables ironic that the guy who thought he was in line was totally out of line (laughs) the way he treated jody Uh, seriously Really love hearing from you, Um, so reach out to us on Instagram, Facebook, or just call. Join the conversation, 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Jean? I'm very good. Thank you, Jody. Sweet. I um, I wanted to say something about your eye issue. (laughs) Yeah. I I used to really skeeve eyeballs. Like, if somebody would say, look in my eye and see if there's something there, ooh. But uh, yeah. I held a job one time as a optometry technician where I actually had to fit people for contact lenses. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, and you were like eye weird too? You were eye weird? Very eye weird. Well, how did you end and up doing I that job? job I, I don't know, but I learned to do it. I had to put them in their eyes and then teach uh-huh. them how to put them in their eyes and take them out. Wow. Yeah. But about your sensitivity and saying about the sun hurting your eyes. Mm-hmm. I wear my sunglasses. I'm a redhead, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wear my... Even if, if we're out riding around and it's something that's open air, whether it's the golf cart or an open vehicle, right? even if the sun's going down, I have to wear my eyeglasses because the wind hurts my eyes. My goodness. You may be more sensitive no, than me. I, <laughs> are you? Are your eyes blue? My eyes are not blue. Are yours blue? They're blue. And I've heard people say... Well, people with blue eyes are especially sensitive. <laughs> I've heard that, but I don't know if it's true. I, I think it's folklore. I don't know. I don't know that it is folklore. I've heard that, too. Yeah. And I used to actually have to do the puff thing into somebody's eye. Mm. Oh. Thank you, Jean. Fully understand. Yeah. Look, call us anytime, okay? Day. Appreciate you. Love you, show. Thank you. We appreciate that. Jody was wearing her sunglasses inside the other day, Sam. So the girls cool. Were, yeah, I got the girls were saying, Mommy, why are you sitting there wearing uh, you know your sunglasses here at dinner at the table? Rocking her Jackie O's, as yeah. I like to call them. They kind of have that 60s retro look. I don't remember that, but I do have some really cool new sunglasses that yeah. I am in love with. And they were $9. A friend, $9. <laughs> when I was younger, a friend used to do that, wear them inside. And I asked him one time what the deal was. He goes, well, when you're cool, the sun shines off. That's time. always the answer. Mm, there you go. Yeah. He got all the girls, didn't he, Sam? Sure. Okay, yeah. look, join us anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. We'd love to keep up with you up, uh, all day long, and you can do the same with us. Follow us on Instagram or on Facebook. Okay, you know what? One thing I wanted to do when we were in our, in our Great Smoky Mountain National Park vacation. Besides see a bear. Besides see a bear, which we did for two seconds. Um, there he is. He, there he goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It was. He, he was really real. 
um, was go on an actual hike. Mm-hmm. And I literally, after we had done one full day of the Dollywood Park and the girls were exhausted. Yeah, that was a hike in itself. I I'm thought just, it wasn't yeah. going to happen. And I told I told Murphy this. I don't know if you remember me saying this. I'll go by myself. I really want to go. I didn't want to drag them along if they really didn't want to go. Right. And I knew I could do it. And there were a lot of people hiking the same trails. You know, I wouldn't have been alone. I would just been with the strangers. <clears throat> but everybody and no phone service. Yeah. Everybody bucked up, you know, and Murphy put on his hiking boots, which are awesome. You need to wear those shoes more. Well, they're not. You, you wear them awesome. down if you, you're not. They're not meant for average terrain. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, well, you're they're not average. Boots. I like them. Those are your best shoes. Yeah, ever. be sure to wear shorts with them too. By the way, <laughs> he looked good in them. Yeah. I love those shoes. Anyway, thank you. Thank so we did a hike. It was like a mile and a half up the mountain into that waterfall area. Mm-hmm. We stayed what 30, 40 minutes at the area. It was nice. Just to catch your breath. And then mm-hmm. we hiked back down. Yeah, it was really hot. And it's a steady climb, obviously. So it's a hike. Um, it was and totally doable, but it was really cool. There are places along that trail, though, Sam. Mm-hmm. The, the the walkway is no more than two two and a half feet wide, mm-hmm. and then it drops straight off mm-hmm. going down. So you're really on the edge, you know. <laughs> Murphy used his walking stick to poke the girls. Stay over to the right. Stay yeah, to the right. Stay to the right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, what did freak me out though? I already told you about the whole thing about the girls getting to the edge of the rock. That by the other thing is there's a sign at the beginning that says no strollers. Oh, right. And and, and the thing. Is no, I get it. If you're walking a mile and a half under normal circumstances, it's easier to bring your child right. along in a stroller. But in a steep incline situation where it could get away from you, to me, yeah, that's a dangerous place for yeah. a Guess stroller. Guess how many strollers we saw? Huh. At least eight. Yep. Yeah, I was, like, oh, I was petrified every time. It's not our business, but I yeah. so wanted to say, did you not see the sign? <laughs> Your poor baby. Anyway, everything was fine. But what was interesting and funny uh-huh. to me, and I'd always heard this on a hike. Um, and Murphy even said on the way up, we were sweating buckshots. And he's like, you said, something, at least it'll be easier on the way down. <laughs> no, it's not. No, uh-uh. Because you're using muscles yeah. that you never use. Right. And so, yeah, on the way down, he was like, seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah. I needed that walking stick. <laughs> Hey, we love hearing from you, so jump in anytime on Facebook, on Instagram. You can also give us a call, 877-310-4MSJ. It's time for the producer's mailbag. David, what's in your bag today? Well, Jody, we're going to get to Kirstie, who's calling you out for something you're saying wrong. But first... Okay. I don't doubt it, for real. Okay. But first, we're going to flash back to the other day when Murphy was talking about his passwords issue and how cryptic they have to be now and long. Well, you know, I mean, Sam had a 10-digit code to get into his condo when he went on vacation. Yeah. And I'm just oh, like, wow. Is- Sam. And then now, I mean, I'm oh. constantly on any pa- on any website I go to. I'm constantly being asked to not only change my password, but add characters and lowercase. And lower yeah. You can't keep up. A lot, yeah. Oh, poor thing. Well, okay. we may have a solution for you. What? Dallas wrote in, think about passphrases instead of passwords. Boom. An example would be, the sky is always baby blue. Phrases that make sense to you are easier to remember than the crazy passwords. Duh. Thank you. Dallas, duh. duh. I love it. My I, password God, is some too. is a little phrase that means something to me. Nobody even knows what it means. Yeah, you know my password, Murphy, but you don't know what it means. Isn't that funny? Oh yeah, I guess I don't. That's, That's true. right. Um, you know, and so in Sam's world, would this be something inappropriate? Of course. You know? <laughs> of course. Oh, that way, that's why you laugh every this time. This is not an acceptable password. <laughs> that way you giggle every time you log in. Right. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Dallas. And Kirsty says. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, I love your show. Thank, Thank you, you for that. I only have one issue. What? Please, please, please say Nevada right. 
Okay. Okay. The incorrect pronunciation is like nails on a chalkboard to me, okay. and I assume other natives. Thank I say you. Nevada. I know we've been talking about the OJ parole this week, and I said um, Nevada because that's how I say it. Well, it's funny because she actually uh, sent a link to a video to tell you how to correctly say it. Oh, okay, did she really? Okay. okay, let's get that. Nevada. 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 <laughs> Three times. Okay, how do you guys Nevada. say it? Well, now I'm saying Nevada. Um, it's not something that you... It, now that I'm stopping caught. and thinking about it, honestly, I don't know. It's yeah. whatever rolls out of my tongue. David, you go to you Nevada, Nevada a I lot. say Nevada. I do now. Now that it's been called out and brought to my attention, you, I'm trying. What do you say? Do you normally... I would, if I was saying naturally, I'd say Nevada. With okay, how you said with it. me. I know, oh, okay. I know. But now since I read this, I've been trying my best to say okay. it correctly. You know what? If this Nevada is the correct way, I'm, I'm happy to be corrected and to know that. So Nevada. thank you. So thank you, Kirsty. <laughs> Look, hit us up anytime. We love hearing from you on Facebook or Instagram. We love hearing from you, so jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. What's up, Anthony? I drive Uber, so I I hear you guys a lot in the morning. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Are you driving Uber right now? I actually am. I don't have anybody in the car, though. Wow. I'm on Bluetooth. Okay, okay. Would you... Would you answer a couple of questions for us? <laughs> Clarify this for me. Am I supposed to tip you or not? They are now coming out with tipping yeah. on the app uh, <sighs> within the next six months. Good. Technically, I do accept tips mm-hmm. uh, if people want to give them to me Good. because I'm a self-contractor. Right. Which means I, I'm not an empo- their, empo- their employee. Right. I get 1099 the end of the year so mm-hmm. you know that part of it they can't tell me yes or no i can't do that right, right. um i have so many questions for you i'm gonna hit you with one more every time not okay. every time but often when i ride with somebody in an uber i end up asking so how did you start doing this how long have you been doing it do you get that all day quite a bit but i drive school bus too so mm-hmm. this is kind of a summer job mm-hmm. oh, all right. so, do you cool. mind answering that so question me, I personally like to chat. I've heard from other writers that some drivers don't like to talk. Yeah. Right. But I think in this business, you should have the openness to talk because you're customer-oriented. Right. Yeah. Right. Ah, oh, I like you. You're good at this. <laughs> well, thank you. I think it's cool. It's a great way for people to make extra money on their time, literally. It seems the most flexible work. Yeah, sometimes early in the morning, sometimes it can be really slow because nobody's going to the airport or anything right. like that. Too, right, so. right. Well, um, thank you for letting me bother you about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I get but to ride anyway. with you sometime. I'll, I'll remember your name, Anthony, and if it's you, we'll, I'll sit in the front and we'll chat. Oh, sounds good to me. Thanks for the call, Anthony. You know, when Jody and I were in Vegas, the Uber driver that we had, there was one guy, man, he was all in it. He's Uber and Lyft. He does both. Mm. He had two phones mounted on his dashboard and whatever, whatever was, you know, whatever popped up, he would do it. He was double and he could do it. Yeah, like but, you. There's nothing. That, there's nothing right that says you can't do both. No, you can do both. I'm glad though that I'm, I'm glad Uber's finally adding the tip on the app because the whole thing about using the app is you're not going to have cash for a tip. Right. Lyft can Lyft does the app where you can tip in the app right now. So I guess Uber's going to come out with that soon. Yeah, it's a good according idea. To Anthony, love hearing from you. So um, reach out anytime eight seven seven three one zero four six seven five. You can actually follow along with us on Instagram or Facebook. If you're not if you're not following us currently, go ahead and do that because 
You never know. We're going to go Facebook Live. Jody and I might do that from the peak of a mountain, Sam. And you might see a bear in the background. Boom. A bear what? (laughs) 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 See, this is why he's going to miss you on vacation, Sam. Okay, so Gus ate what? Uh, Your dog, Gus. Gus, he will pull anything off the counter. He's eating dish rags. If Mm -hmm. I put like... Gross. uh, Three or four hot dog buns in the wrapper and I put them back on the counter. You come home from work. Yeah. Bread's gone and the wrapper is ripped to shreds. Exactly. And I try to push stuff way back. I've been well, there. Our Chevy used to eat soap, a bar of soap, and then you'd the, find it later. I know. Bubbly, right. yeah. <laughs> Tiny bubbles Bubble. in the yard. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I fixed some bacon mm. and mm. cast iron pot, mm. left it sitting on the stove, well, and, you know, for a day. You know how to. The bacon grease just gets hard or yeah. gets it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait wait a second. The bacon wasn't still in it, No, right? no, no. The bacon was eaten. And okay. I just it hadn't, poured, grease. hadn't poured the grease out like you're supposed to. Uh, right. I just left it in there, and it was sitting on the stove. I went and did something to the store. Come back. <laughs> I find my cast iron laying on the ground in the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Bacon grease is gone. Of course. The, pan, the pot was lit clean. I bet his coat's shiny today, isn't it? Well, number one, it's like I look for cracks on the on the tile because it's like it's the a cast, cast iron. iron pot. Well, yeah, and he really could have hurt himself. I'm well, sorry. I'm going to point out what you would be pointing I mean, out if somebody least, else was saying this. At least you didn't find a passed out dog in a pan on the floor. You I, know what I mean? Well, after, you know... After looking around for cracks, which there were none, I expected to find something else in the house, you know, because yeah. yes. I mean, bacon he ate a, a bunch of bacon grease. Yeah, he did. And I never his found chops for an hour or two. I never found anything. Um, you can't leave bacon grease. Dogs can smell everything that we can smell times a million. I know it's that. It's their number one scent. I've done this a million times and he's never gone after it. I just thought he had enough sense to know. I just I go know. eat certain no. Think, about, think no. about how tempted you are by bacon. For a dog, that's like a thousand times even My more powerful. God, are you kidding me? I once, for, for kicks, I poured some bacon grease or something like that on their food. Oh. They weren't eating their dry food just before we switched to the food. The, and I, so I, and they ate that and followed me around yeah. for three days. My, yeah. dad, my dad used to do that with the dogs, pour that on the dry dog food. Right. That is so bad for them, though. It, it can clog their arteries. Yeah. You know? you know what? He's acting out because he's lonely. So he's fine, though. <laughs> I didn't find anything anywhere. Yeah. It didn't Good. go right through him or any of that stuff. Awesome. Poor Gus. So the reboot of Stephen King's It is out. If you dare, if you want to be a little scared, or maybe wait later in the day, you can see the trailer at murphysamandjody.com. You're on your own there. Man, (laughs) I mean, I'm done with that. Okay, so speaking of movies, David, you went to the movies again the other night? Yes, I went to the movies again, and once again had another bad experience. This time, I pretty much couldn't even see the screen. And I'm sitting down, and... Um, all of a sudden I see this like kind of mist in front of me and I'm like, what is happening? I was like, that's weird. And I was like, they're like a fog machine in here. <laughs> as soon as the lights go out and the, you know, the commercials start playing all the trailers, poof, a big poof of smoke just rises right in front of me. The person sitting in front of me had a vape, Vaping. those vape thing. I don't vape. I don't do any of that. I, I don't quite understand them, but I'm like. I'm I sorry. I, I guess that's allowed in public, but I can't I see know. the screen now. There's it's, a ju- it's probably not allowed in the theater. My guess, right. is, for one thing, vaping for somebody who's quitting smoking, I mean, it's the alternative. So I get down, that as somebody who quit 17 years ago, you know, I mean, I get they didn't have that back mm-hmm. then. So I guess instead of a patch or something else, vaping is what somebody does. But right, right. It's still 
it's still rude to send up a puff of mist. Yeah, he was in, trying to be sneaky when the lights were on and like I guess blow it down to where you couldn't see. I saw the lights come off. He just tilted his head back and poof. What like did it a smell chimney. like? Because they have all these weird flavors, yeah. like uh, cookies and cream. And did it smell like anything? It's. I mean, I don't know the distinct smell, but it was weird. It was a little pungent. I guess it's I, the, no, the was taste no cookie. Is I wish him. it was cookies and cream. It would have been a little bit more enjoyable. So did he vape the entire movie? No, no, no. Because as soon as that puff was that big cloud on up I just went oh no I just said it. I couldn't control Good. myself like not again uh, and that was the last he didn't he didn't say anything nice. <laughs> yes. he just put his head down and that That's was the end of that so what I would have done like probably and not 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 get up and address it directly but address it verbally yeah. like that uh-huh. dude I, that's good. I mean, I'm sure you could have gotten a manager, too, because I'm sh- certain they don't allow that in the Probably theater. But not, yeah. Sounds okay. like you took care of it, David. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing you next time. Um, Producer Bailey, when we first met you, you had a motorcycle. Yeah. Like, cool. He comes to work on a bike. He's bad. And he's got this long <laughs> hair. Okay, so what? A week into us knowing you, someone stole your bike. Yeah, in the middle of the night. I had come back from a, a, a band gig. A gig. Yeah. Yeah. And... I love to throw that word around. We had a gig. When you pulled up and you realized something's missing. (laughs) Wait a second. Hold on. So what kind of motorcycle are we talking about? Uh, It's just a little scooter. Just a 250cc scooter. Oh, I didn't know. I'm picturing some big... Yeah, I thought you were on one of those big Harleys with the two wheels on the back. Uh, Okay. Not quite. So it's a scooter. Wait, (laughs) this is still important to you? Uh, We don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) It's just a scooter. It's over. Seriously. Okay, so you've seen it around since? Yeah. It's still roaming around in the city. In in your neighborhood? At least from the same spot that it got stolen. So, but okay. all right, okay. but, but if you've seen it and then you you know call the police, has nobody been able to track it down? Have you seen it with your own eyes, or other people going, "Hey it's, Bailey, that's your bike." It's other people seeing it because uh, I'm not on that side of okay. town all the time. Okay, so, okay, okay. Uh, so it's but, like a friend of yours sees it and calls you. Yeah, oh, I know. Have you seen a person on it, or you seen it parked? No, they saw it parked just Man. out in front. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you're going to go approach someone that you don't know. <laughs> right. I wouldn't right? do that. Excuse no me. Is beh- that my bike? No, Is that beh- my scooter? On behalf of a friend, probably not a good idea, right? Let law enforcement Are you do planning that. to like, or do you have your friends, you telling them to call you next time they see it? Are you going to try to go? Or are you going to call the police? If if I'm available, I am going to be calling the police and showing up to the area. Okay. I'm not going really? to approach the bike. Well, you know Thank what? You. It, it, the thing is, it could be, you know, is it such a unique color that it couldn't be somebody else's it bike confusing it? It can't be. Yeah, it's, oh, really? it's bright yellow. Distinctive oh. markings. What? Yeah. Do okay. you have the key for it still? I got the key for it. There's stickers on the bike. The bike is broken okay. in specific ways. Oh, you man. Know? It's all, it's a... Super unique. You see it by yourself. You're going to take it back. You want to? I really want to. Is that a good idea? I don't don't know. know. I would. Um, If you've already, you know, called the police on this and they're on the lookout for it, then you're stealing it from yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would. It would probably be a good (laughs) idea just to let them know. (laughs) You spotted it somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be ironic? They pull him over riding the bike. We got a report of this being (laughs) stolen. That's right. Okay, so last week our Phoebe had cheer camp, and she's mm-hmm. done with it now, and it was very fun and exciting. I know producer David is very familiar with cheer camp because you used to be a cheerleader, mm-hmm. a college, college cheerleader, and you also did cheer camps with UCA. Yes, during you the summers were, I used to work as a cheer camp instructor. Right. How cool it have, would it have been for you to have been a coach of Phoebe's? I know that you weren't, but still. <laughs> when I showed up for the final day, Murphy couldn't be there. He had a meeting, but I, I videoed everything I needed to, and they did their performances along with a bunch of other squads. But um, when they would 
come do practice runs of it, of what they were doing, and just dances and cheers. Did a little stunting. It was really fun. But when they were doing the practice rounds, we watched the practice rounds too. And then the the real one they did, they got judged for. And they were the only ones out there doing it. That's how it goes. Were the judges watching the practice round too? We well, do, but we don't. We you don't, you don't judge on that. You I mean, you just it. go and you help them out and give any last minute critiques that they need. Okay. And then right. the official once they take the mat by themselves, that's when you start officially pen and paper judging. Right. Well, I got there as early as I could to get a good spot because I knew I was going to be videoing it for Murphy and her her big sister Taylor. And every time she pra- did a run through practice run through with her squad. Um, she was looking at me and missing some <laughs> uh, of the cues from oh, her coach. Okay. And so before the actual, I pull, I, 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 you know, said, come here, come here. And she came to me. I said, look, baby, please don't worry about me. Don't look at me. You do your job. I realized and I remember being a kid and it being everything that someone you love is there to be there for you. Mm-hmm. But I didn't, I was so worried and she was going to go up on somebody's shoulders. I did not want her looking to me. Yeah. Because that's going to take her, right? Her yeah, that's great. Off. That is fantastic advice because she needs to be looking at the crowd and following the leader just like and anything she, else. And I want to say she did. I mean, after it, when her arms were straight up in the air, she looked at me. She gave me a cute little look. I did it. You know, yeah. <laughs> it felt like a negative that's thing really to good. say. I'm so, glad you, I'm so glad that you did that, though, because she needed that coaching. It's I wondered if other kids were doing the same thing and they, throwing them off. They do that all the time. Mm-hmm. I had to do that in Little League. Yeah. You know, and the kids are like looking over while they're dribbling down or playing base, baseball. It's yeah. like. Pay attention to what you're doing. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Isn't it really kind of the job of the coach to you know to do that, David? Yeah. When you were coaching like that, is that? Would oh, you do I'll, that I'll too? tell you all the time. Whenever they'll be at camp, they'll do it perfectly. But whenever the parents show up, yeah. that's when all these crazy mistakes yeah. happen. Whole that new Never seen. It's like what team is this? Who, it's a who whole new level of nerves, and that's also visual proof that you know, man, the parents' opinion. It's it's everything. It is. It's everything. Happy Monday. We want to make things positive for you this morning. Good news. Jody's good thing. All right, Monday's a good day for it. You ready? Yes. I need some good news. All right. I came across this the other day and I loved it. There was a wedding that was supposed to happen this weekend in Indianapolis. Um, Sarah and Logan were going to be getting married. They'd spent two years planning this wedding. Two years. It was a $30,000 wedding, mm. which is apparently a norm. I don't know, Murph. We're not there yet. But, well, I'm uh, sorry. Not, not a I norm. I better brace myself if that's yeah. the new norm. We're going to find a, out. I'm sorry, it's not a norm, but thousands in the thousands is a yeah. norm sort I think of we're thing. Just, we'll start searching Pinterest right now to do all so, the do-it-yourself or stuff. Sarah is 25 years old. She's a Purdue University pharmacy student, okay. and she and her fiancé, Logan, two weeks ago, canceled their marriage, canceled their wedding, and decided... For undisclosed reasons. I know that's what you're thinking. Hmm, did somebody get busted doing something? Or maybe we, they we just. We don't know who did it. We don't know who or mm. why. And that's okay. I think that's classy. Okay. I don't need to hear dirty laundry, you know. I'm sure uh, the family knows. Even, for people I don't even. The family knows for sure. Yeah. Anyway, guys, have you ever been to invited to a wedding that was canceled two mm, weeks before? No. no. Me either. Mm, it I, happens, though. I, yeah, I've been to some that I question, but no, I've never been to yeah. one that's been canceled. Our but this is Jody's good thing. So <laughs> I'm going to get to it. My, our friend Robert and Jessica, our friends Robert and Jessica, yeah. he canceled a wedding. Oh, yeah, he, before he married Jessica. Well, he, he was married. He was engaged to somebody he, else. Uh, right. The world would have been different for I him. I know. So what happened to okay, this couple? Okay, okay, okay. It's not about what happened to them. It's about what she did. They it, they had a non-refundable wedding mm-hmm. okay and reception so for the reception um she invited people from 
four different area homeless shelters to come eat, drink, and just have an afternoon. Wow. They brought them in school buses. Um, she was there to greet them. In her dress? It, not in her <laughs> not in her dress. She was wearing like pants and a sleeveless shirt. A classy, classy move. They were so humbled and grateful. And by the way, there were more people than that could have come. So I guess the directors of the shelters picked the, the people who right. were most deserving, who have been going through those, you know, rehab programs. And it was just it's just a lovely story. Where, where was he at? He wasn't there. Mm, well, that answers the question <laughs> there. Yeah, sure does. Who's to blame? <laughs> Jody's good thing. Love that story. I apparently missed a whole lot of blender fun at the house. It's it really is kind of cute. One of Taylor's best friends comes over. You know, our oldest daughter, fifteen, and so they have been making these sweet concoctions in the blender. One of them was a coffee mixed with um, mint chocolate, mint chocolate, chocolate ice, ice cream. cream. I even tried that. Actually, it was great. Mm-hmm. They made those really pretty because they had whipped cream that day. But yesterday, I walked into the kitchen and they the blender was going, and I knew it would be with them home together. Her best friend over, and um, I missed that. I they threw that. some drum Nestle drumsticks, the ice cream mm-hmm. cone bar things. They threw two of those in the blender, a splash of milk, some iced coffee, and syrup to top it off. Chocolate syrup, <laughs> chocolate. So, nothing locale about this. No teenager drink. <laughs> I got like when I say a tiny taste, I think maybe a teaspoon. They let me have the rest mm. of it theirs and murphy was, didn't get yeah, it I, I missed the whole thing well they good. don't make it for us when they make was it good yeah it was delicious mm. a sugar rush for sure yeah you know, whenever taylor started doing these things it was really funny she reminded me that she is old enough and understands the dangers of how to you know well, the dangers of the blender and the proper way to use it mm-hmm. right. and she got tired of me saying daddy i know it's not a toy <laughs> Apparently, there yeah, was some, some point where I was saying, toy, guys, yeah. look, if you're going to use the blender, just remember, it's not a toy. It has very sharp blades. The thing I was supposed to, but <laughs> I guess somewhere along the line, I had said that so many times to yes. them. Yeah. It's like, daddy, we understand. But you have other catchphrases that you don't realize, and I guess we all do that as parents. You've yeah. also told them a million times, this is not a time to be clowning. And uh, so they <laughs> know that, dad, I'm not clowning. <laughs> see, I'd have to say that about the blender, too, especially with the boys. Yeah. I could just see Jackson putting something that wasn't food in there to see what it would do oh, to no. it. Oh, no. Oh, I don't mean animals. I mean something, you know. God, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like a Some, matchbox car or, you know. Are you serious? A Nerf ball or something. Yeah, he knows this kid, yeah. right? Have yeah. you ever talked to him about the blender? No, nobody. Well, I, they don't even, they don't know about the blender. Well, they will one day. Okay, well, yeah, then I mean, that day a, I'll, yeah, I'll it, tell them to stop clowning. to teach them the responsible use of the blender. <laughs> and not from the college days that this we had. This is how you, know you make a daiquiri. No, yeah. no. The word is, it's not a toy. Boy. Yeah, that's right. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. You guys know who my favorite prince is? Um, prince Harry. Harry. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Prince Rogers Nelson, the singer. He was one of your favorite princes. <laughs> purple. He was. You're yeah. taking me off track. When doves cry. Did you know that Prince Harry? Harry's not his name. We've all been calling him his nickname all these years. He was born Henry Charles Albert David Montbatten Windsor. How you like that? Mm. His official title is His Royal Highness Prince Henry of Wales. There's no (laughs) Harry anywhere. It's his nickname. And Mm. when he became, what, thrust into the spotlight when he was 12 years old, when his mother passed, is when the world started calling him Harry. Because Henry is usually what, Hank? I think so. Prince Hank. It can be. Anyway. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't know that. Did he not want the name Henry? Oh, I mean, he's fine. No, he's like fine he gets with everything. A choice. 
He doesn't. They all get like five or six names, don't they? They do. It's a serious title. There you go. Hollywood Outsider now becomes an educational lesson for the day. I like that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. We love hearing from you. We got a really cool Facebook comment today that uh, producer David mentioned, but I want you to bring it back up because we've talked so much lately about the show on Netflix, 13 Reasons Why, and teenagers' minds and hearts being... You know, a little different because they're not fully adults yet. And mm-hmm. we kind of maybe expect them to think and feel the way adults do. Right. Mm-hmm. Karen, Karen. Rodin? Yeah. Karen wrote in after she heard us talking about that. And she was explaining how she had a biology teacher that would take random days to discuss life with them. That's a good teacher. And one of the her favorite sayings that stuck with her still to this day is the quote was puppy love is real to puppies the teacher told her that their lives would be easier if parents would realize that yeah she says that she'll remember that one day whenever her son becomes a teenager yes oh my gosh why do we do that why do we still think that it's it's funny your first initial thing is well you're just a kid you don't know enough yet for that to be real that's an old generation thing i think an old Mm. school thing you know what i mean Mm. today we're a little more savvy, I think, than we used to be. And it yeah. you know, doesn't mean that we need to pad every moment for them. Yeah. But we do need to understand that what they're feeling is just as real. It's well, just yeah. different. When a teen, let's just say this. When a teenager loves someone, you're thinking in your mind, well, you're going to yeah. love again and again. And this right. might not be it. But to them, it is. It. It's everything. Yeah. And it is real. So thank you for that, Karen. I love it. Reach out anytime on Instagram or Facebook. I had to hide the uh, crazy glue from my son, Parker. Why is that, uh, Sam? I, I mean, I never thought I'd have to do this, but he has a Rubik's Cube, and he finally solved it. Oh. And then, really? You know, that's impressive, because I never solved a Rubik's Cube. I can't either. Ever. My, my oldest, Sammy, he'll just sit there, and in about three minutes, it's done. I couldn't even solve them by peeling the stickers off and putting them back on. Nice admission. Okay. Look, I didn't even have a Rubik's Cube. I had the McDonald's one. So there you go. Oh, I love my McDonald's Rubik's Cube. I forgot about that. My parents weren't going to buy a $50 piece of it plastic or whatever yeah, it was. That was a happy, happy meal, though. I can tell you that. <laughs> no, I had one. I had the McDonald's one. So he okay. solved it, and then he twisted it all and put it back in this place. It's, you know, it's supposed to be messed up. And then he accidentally broke it. Mm. And oh. I wasn't there when he broke it. I was like outside doing something. How do you accidentally break a Rubik's Cube? Well, I, mean, I, I used to do that when I was a kid. I wouldn't do the sticker thing. I'd do the pop it apart and put it back together correctly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, see where that got you. Uh, see who's the genius now. Well, he took the uh, crazy glue to glue it back together. Oh, the no, piece no, no. that was broken. Mm. And he didn't realize that that took care of the entire Rubik's Cube. Forever. So now the Rubik's Cube is stuck incorrectly well that's a good lesson learned i yeah. mean seriously you that's the best way to learn something the hard way Yeah, at least he didn't glue his hand to the rubik's cube that would have been a mess would have been solving a whole other problem yeah plus a hospital bill <laughs>